Welcome to That's So Romantical. We are two sisters that love to discuss all the romantic things from books to movies and more. We just love talking about love. Hi, I'm Amber. And I'm Heather. And today we are talking about a topic that Amber and I have very similar thoughts on, but I don't think that universally people have the same opinion on it. Um, I'll get to what the topic is in a second, but today, earlier, I was thinking about a movie that we watched when we were kids. Do you remember The Man Who Knew Too Little? Do you remember that? You don't don't remember that movie? I don't think I've seen that one. No, you had to have seen it. It was with, um, oh, the guy from Ghostbusters. What was his name? With the receding hairline. Anyway, he thinks he's like in a movie. He thinks he's like part of a, a play. It's like kind of like those murder mystery type fake dinners where you take on a, a identity and there's like a storyline you follow. Anyway, he thinks he's part of this, this like a uh, play, but it's actually real life drama that he gets sucked into anyway i'm telling you i have not seen that are you serious okay he it's with uh bill murray that's the name bill murray is in it and he's the star and he thinks that he's in some sort of fake movie thing i don't know what you would call it like a play sort of and he has this fake identity but he's actual real life. Like he's involved in this plot with people that are actually out to kill him. He thinks it's all just fake. Anyway, he's in the car and he's talking to somebody next to him. And he's like, I don't know how you actors do it, how you just cry on the spot. And he starts poking at his eye and he's trying to make himself cry. And he's thinking, like, do you, he says like, something like, do you think about your dog dying? So then he starts saying, my dog is dead. And he's trying to make himself cry. <laughs> so I was thinking about that earlier today because of our topic. And then I remember when I was a kid, I try to like make myself cry on the spot, like in my room by myself. I'd be like, okay, I can be like an actor, an actress, and I can cry. So I try to think of things that were really sad to make myself cry real tears even though I wasn't actually for real sad does that make sense so yeah to see if you can cry on demand yeah exactly with, can you with cry tears with actual tears actual real tears I, like coming down your face I hate crying I hate crying there's no reason like I try to do the opposite of like not cry ever so I can't imagine trying to make yourself cry but when you're a kid it's different though like you because you know that actors are acting and yet they make it look so real and so I I just went through a phase when I was younger where I tried to fake cry for reals anyway speaking about talking about emotion that's kind of what we're going to talk about today we're going to talk a little bit about emotion and in particular men are heroes in our books them having emotions I do not like when men cry in books kind of generally I mean there are specific situations where maybe I would allow like in a romance novel if it's like this dramatic thing where you know his dog dies or like his whole squad of men die or something like I understand that but I'm talking like in a romance book written for women and the guy cries 
I'm not a big fan of that. And I know I'm probably not alone, but I also might upset some people because some people might like it when their men cry in books, showing that emotion. Well, I'm with you. I also do not like it when men cry in books. There is situations where someone cry, um, death of a loved one or something of, of a, that dramatic, devastating type nature, but it's just something about it. I'm with you. Like when the, when the man starts crying, generally I am turned off. <laughs> I'm just cold hearted. I guess, is it, am I cold? That's the thing. Am I cold hearted? Is that normal? Other people like that? And maybe dig deeper. Like, why is that? Like, why do I, or why do you not prefer that for our heroes or the men in the romance books to, to cry? Because are you okay with the women crying? Um, yeah, I think I'm okay with women crying. I mean, not like full on sobbing racked racked with tears and completely wet and mascara coming down yeah I don't know I'm more okay with women crying than I am with the men crying and it would be kind of an interesting thing to try to figure out why that is now that doesn't mean that I don't like to see emotion in men there are some emotion that I I actually do really like but I just prefer when my my hero my the romantic interest is just more, more stoic. He has like more control over his emotions and he could kind of like rein them in and not get overwhelmed with them. Or, or like if he does have an emotion, because obviously if, a, if an author is going to write a character that has no emotion at all, they're just going to feel very robotic. They're not going to feel real. Um, so obviously there has to be some sort of emotion there. Absolutely. You definitely want emotion in there. And there are some emotions that are written into scenes that the author will say that how the man is displaying that emotion. And there are some of those like gestures or actions that they do that usually reflects a certain emotion. And, and there's some that I prefer more than others. And I'm thinking about like crying and, and men crying in books. And one of my favorite books, there is a scene where the main character he does kind of I don't know weeps the right word but he is racked with emotion he is he does cry but he's alone by himself in his room and and it's actually I think it's like after he had it's, a, it's from a fantasy it's from Falling Kingdoms and it's when Magnus and maybe I'm just so I Magnus is like my favorite so I I let I let him you know, get away with it. He anything. can do whatever he wants. He can do whatever he wants. He's <laughs> madness. He had just went through a whole thing and he had just killed someone for the first time. And his world was kind of crumbling around him, finding out truths about things and de some devastating stuff that kind of crashes on him in the beginning of this book as you're starting to get to know this character. And he does cry. And I'm totally okay with them crying. So there is obviously there's exceptions for that and that's not really so much a romance book I mean there's definitely romance in it it's more of a fantasy and at the point when I am with that character anyway I don't even know that he is the romantic person in the book you know he's at that right. point I kind of think he's the bad guy but anyway well yeah, that probably so. wasn't important scene there because 
the reader, like you said, think he's a bad guy, but by him showing that emotion by crying after having killed somebody for his the first time shows the reader that there's maybe he isn't a bad guy. He's having some remorse. So, hmm. um, so yeah, that was, you know, that was an okay scene for him to show emotion and, and, and there, there's lots of ways to show emotion. You know, sometimes if somebody has that emotion, they can convert it into something else. Like they become, can become angry or they become aggressive or they get, they shut themselves off and they become very cold. Or sometimes people try to hide their pain with humor. So there's lots of ways to show emotion in books and write emotion. And I think that's another thing too, is how the emotion is written. One of my favorite books, obviously, you know, Amber, it's the Lyman Chronicles. There's not very many scenes where we see the main character's emotions. He's very, very well controlled. Um, occasionally, there little things happen where, you know, maybe he, he makes a fist or, you know, he, he's breathing heavily or something like that, that tells the reader that, you know, he's, this is an emotional moment. But I think what's really brilliant about the author, Dorothy Dunnett, is how she writes emotion. And I pulled up really quickly a scene or some words that she uses to describe an emotional moment. It's from, oh, I forget what book it's from. Because there's like five or six books of this series. And um, at this point, he's having a very emotional revelation. He, he kind of has fallen in love with somebody and the author writes this is him from his perspective the stroke of his pulses unremitting gave back the accelerated beat of his heart with a profound effort he gripped himself and steadied his breathing so I like that because it's not just saying oh you know he his heart was beating really fast but the way that she describes it I think is beautiful and really kind of helps me to feel what he's feeling as well. So the way that the way that author writes the emotion also is really, really huge for me. Yes. And showing those gestures so you can visualize it in your mind. And there is like universal things that people do in certain like emotional situations, like you said, like clenching the fist, or if someone is like leaning on something and drops their head, or of course the whole the classic like clenching of the jaw you know, stuff like that, like taking a breath, things like that. There's different, there's definitely ways to show, to show emotion. And it's great when the authors can, like you said, so brilliantly write that in. And so we can be in the moment and visualize it as well. But crying, the crying emotion, which I don't know, there's just something, there's something about when I, and when the guy is crying and the girl sees it, like he's crying in front of her. I'm just not, I just don't dig it. And I'm the same and I don't know why. And maybe I'm going to make some people upset because I know. People are, some, some listeners might be like, oh, men are allowed to cry. And yes, you know, and actually oh, in yeah. real life, I don't mind it if men are crying. But for some reason in my books, I don't want them crying in front of, you know, a crowd of people or. Yes. Yeah, so you, I noticed that on Facebook, you put up a kind of a question. But, oh, you said, do you think it's romantic in books and movies when a man cries? And I love our brother's response, Aaron, where he said, I hope so. 
because <laughs> our brother Aaron is such a tender heart and he got the um he got the crying gene from our mom because our mom would cry at like anything but she would very easily cry our mom would very easily cry and we always joke that Aaron got the crying gene from mom <laughs> so I thought it was funny when Aaron's like I hope so because he would be if he he's, would be the kind of guy that would cry he'd be yeah <laughs> So, uh, yeah, like I said, I don't, like, in, in real life, I don't mind it at all. But, yeah, I don't want to read it for some reason. And, you know, I, there's other things, too, that I just don't want to read. And I don't know if I'm the only one here, but I don't like it if a guy has sweaty palms. Or Why, why in the world was an author write about men having sweaty know. palms? Because the guy's nervous, like, to show nervousness. Like he wipes his palms on his pants or something. Well, didn't you like say that? that? Just like he wrapses his palms on his hand on his pants. Don't say his palms were sweaty. You know. I mean, okay. Like, well, maybe the author doesn't say that. I'm just saying that might be an example of something. I also don't like it when men blush in my. Books. I love it. You don't like you love it? when men blush. I don't. You don't. Still, like, because again, I I like oh, the I very stoic. Cute. Well, okay. I guess we differ in this, but. I just like them, like I said, to be able to rein in all their emotions. Like, I think of Mr. Darcy as a really good example of this. He seemed just very in control of his emotions. He didn't, like, let a lot of things slip through. You know, obviously, Francis from my Dorothy Dunnett books, Legend from Caraval. I feel like I have these certain heroes, these characters in my mind that are my favorite. And they're very, very... No, they're just not melodramatic. They're just very, you know, controlled. A blushing is like, it's almost like a response that you can't control. It's true. Believe me, I blush all the time. I wish I didn't. <laughs> I wish I could control it because I'm sure my face is red a lot. I think it's kind of sweet when you have these men blushing. And okay, like I should say before, maybe I don't, I, I don't mind it. I just don't love it. I'm not, I'm not like you. I'm like, oh, that's so cute. He's blushing. It's more like, oh, he's, he's blushing. That's okay. But I just okay. don't. So do you I have favorite? Do you have things like displays of emotion that you do love? Like a top, like you just in the book, can you think of like, I just love it when he does this, this, and this, and this. I like, I actually like it when they get very still. Almost like, you know how like when a rabbit or something gets caught or seen, they get very still, very tense, like what's going to happen next kind of. So I, I like that because that's showing that they're very like on, they're on high alert. They realize something's happening here and I've got to really control my emotions. So they kind of shut everything down so that they can focus on just controlling, controlling themselves. So I do like that. I like when, when they get very still kind of quiet I do like the like clenching of the jaw or the white knuckles or something like that you know there's the in the Pride and Prejudice movie when they show Darcy after he touches Elizabeth he helps her down or into the the coach the carriage and he like flexes his fingers <laughs> you know that could be either a you I just touched her or a ugh, I just touched her and it had an effect on me <laughs> so I like it when I kind of do like it when authors make it a little ambiguous and you don't you don't know 
why they're having this type of reaction? Are they having this type of reaction because they're repulsed or the opposite? Are they really into this person and it's, it's affected them? So I do like those, a tight grip on things. I agree with you on almost all those. Those would be my top as well. I kind of am obsessed with hands, I think, because all those things having to do with like where the hands are, you know, the clenching of the fist or the white knuckles or like when they're driving on a steering wheel and their hands are on there or when they're like rubbing their jaw with their hand or like their chin or, you know, their upper if they lip, have like you know? a little tick or something. Yeah. Cause it shows that like maybe they're contemplating something or they're thinking um, stuff. Like I'm always wondering, like, what are they doing with their hands? I know you and I both love it when authors are good at describing little things like that, the little details, like their position of the hands or which way they're facing, um, how they're sitting on the couch. Are they facing each other? Are they close? Are they sit, sitting apart from each other? You and I are big on on that because in my mind, it's like this, a movie. I need to know exactly where everybody is and what they're doing, where their hands are, where their feet are. Um, yes. Yeah. I am like obsessed when like a man leans. Like <laughs> if she's up against the wall, and his hand is like braced against the wall, leaning in, or if he's like in a doorway and his hands are holding on to the doorway, or if he's like standing in the doorway and his shoulders lean against the doorway. Now, I am what like is it about doorways? obsessed with all of that. <laughs> I'm thinking it's a universal thing because they, they write it in a lot. So I'm like, somewhere along the lines, someone figured out that women love that. This, there is something about doorways the doorway where they're backing against the counter and he puts his hands on either side of the counter it's like mm-hmm. all of those are gestures of like the guy moving in and making this move and being all making smooth. his claim mm-hmm. making his claim and just like wanting to like put them into this like bubble of them of them together so you were talking about emotions of positive are there any emotions that you like for I guess the emotions that you don't want to see like you typically you don't however we have the saying you and I both where we like the tormented troubled character kind of the bad guy so with that there are going to naturally be anger issues (laughs) (laughs) jealousy issues and things Mm -hmm. like that because it makes the character interesting so are there any actions or ways that they display those that that you like and as you think about that I'll tell you there's this tv show that I love called Arrow Oliver is the main character and Felicity is the girl that is always in the in the series and they actually end up being in romantic it takes it's like one of those slow burns and there's a there's one scene where he has him pushing her away pushing her away so she finally gives up like he's not going to he basically says we can't be together so she's moved on and she goes on a date and he actually sees her and him her and another guy on a date and he's one of those stoic characters like he almost shows no emotion ever and you just see him comes down he just slams his fist on a desk and like swishes like everything off of it and I was like that's a great scene (laughs) 
because he was mad that she was dating someone else. Yes, he was so frustrated with himself. Mm-hmm. Like he had like pushed her away and he was actually like thinking, that was so dumb of me. I need to go back on it, but it was too late. And for someone who like is always so stoic and controlled his emotions to see him lose control like that. And it was just like oh, yeah. very powerful. And I was like, that's great. Well, I think when you have a character, like, let's see, excuse me, let's use Oliver for the example, who's someone who's very controlled, um, doesn't show a lot of emotion. When they do finally show emotion, it's very powerful. You feel it because obviously something is broken, something snapped, something inside of them just bubbled out and they can't help it. However, if they kept using that tactic over and over again, it would get a little bit old. So you really have to save those moments for the really pivotal points, the really big moments where you want to grab the reader or the watcher. I like seeing the character get to that breaking point. There's a book. It's not really a romantic book, but in the book, the character, he keeps getting pushed and pushed and pushed to his limit and then past that. Like the author really, really takes this character and just puts him through the ringer. And then when you think he can't endure anymore, something else horrible happens to him. And so he's at this breaking point, like he's ready to just give up on everything, on life, on everything. And he does have a breakdown. He does cry. And because he had been so strong up to that point, it was, it was a really touching moment. And I didn't mind that he cried at that point because he had been through so much. Like I totally understood. I totally got it. Like he needs to be crying at this moment because he's been through so much. I totally get it. Like if he had gotten to that point and then not cried, just brushed everything off. That is not realistic. People, humans aren't that way, aren't able to rebound, rebound that way. And, and so I guess there are certain circumstances where that emotion does have to come through. Maybe not all the time, not in every scene, because then it gets watered down. It's not as as special. So. Well, here's another question. Here's another quick question. How do you feel about sweat of a guy sweating? Like he's they're on a date and he's like sweaty. Okay, I like not this is not working out sweat. This is like he's nervous and sweat. Okay. I don't think I want to hear about sweat. No, no, I don't either. How about this one? Like his heart is racing. You know, maybe her head is on his chest or something like that. Love it. Love it. <laughs> what about you? It depends on how it's written. That's another mm-hmm. one. Like I'm not, I typically don't love it, but I have read some books where it shows that, you know, more like they're maybe breathing quickly or something like that. How about... I was reading a book recently and the guy, he, the author described him as, as he, he scrambled to go do something. And I can't remember what it was exactly. And I was like, scrambled. I'm like, I don't want my guy scrambling. He needs to be completely in control, like smooth, <laughs> smooth no fumbling. I don't want any fumbling, but yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting to see what, if there's other readers that have certain likes and dislikes. So you have a high bar for your your men in your books. Yeah. High bar. I have a higher one too. Maybe not quite as high as you because I do like the heart beating. I like when he has warmth. 
like he emanates the heat like the warmth i like i like that so not so much the sweating it won't mm-hmm. like that oh yeah now, if like he if he had been working out and then we're talking about sweat that's a whole mm-hmm. different situation right yeah exactly but a nervous but like, if they're just on a on a date and there's like you know sweat on his forehead <laughs> i'm like no 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 no, no. <laughs> Uh, I guess maybe my bar is too high. Maybe I need to bring it down a little bit. I like what I like. Okay. So you like your, you like your men to be pretty stoic, controlled emotions. And so you see glimpses of little peaks of emotion at pivotal moments, as long as they're appropriately written in. Yes. Which I guess it's hard. That would be really hard for an author to do though. Unless they're a really good writer. Cause that's, I mean. You don't want your characters to be just, you know, paper cutouts without any kind of feeling. Here's a question. How often does a book make you cry? Oh. Or do you cry easily in books? Or can you remember the last time you cried from a book? I did cry recently in a book. And usually it's not like tears streaming down my face cry. It's more like my my eyes get filled with or tears and I try to like blink to keep them in or look up at the ceiling and it's usually the endings like I've been through this big long emotional journey with these people and they've become my friends (laughs) and our journey is coming to an end (laughs) Hmm. and so sometimes I mean, if it's just like a cutesy little ending, no, I'm not going to cry. But if there is like an emotional aspect to it where there's some sort of loss or it's just super touching, yeah, I might cry. But like actually having tears stream down my face crying where I have to wipe it away and go get a tissue, that happens occasionally, yes. And that does happen. I do cry in books. I think I cry in books more than I do movies, but I read more books than I watch movies. So how about you? Well, let me preface this by saying I don't read books that are sad that because I think there's books that are definitely written to be sad. And they're like our books, like they'll say this book will make you cry because it's a sad book. Yeah, same. I don't like sad books either. I don't read those books. So maybe if I were to read those books, they would make me cry. But I don't read those books. So I find out if there's a book that's sad that's going to make someone cry. I'm not going to read that. And I'm not a crier. It's hard to make me, it's hard to make me cry. I don't cry very often in movies. I, as I get older, I do quite easier. So there is that softening up. There are like TV shows like This Is Us. I would cry almost every single episode of that show. Almost to the point where I needed to stop watching it because I would be getting headaches because I get headaches when I cry. And these are like crying, like tears, like messing up my makeup, crying. And so I had to like, stop watching that show because I would cry and get headaches and it was just like the detriment to my health I do try to avoid um tv shows and books that are meant to make make you cry yeah but then I will sometimes read a book and it'll just sneak up on me and I will get a few actual tears like a few tears like falling which is surprising and I usually when that does happen I will make a note of it because that is pretty powerful for me personally to have something touch me so much where I would cry. And it's not, it's not like a sad, 
it's just a touching it's like tender like either really sweet or just really beautiful or something like that that makes me get emotional and I drop a tear or two I recently did read a book actually that made me emotional I probably could count on one hand how many times a book has made me cry what about a guy getting drunk inebriated okay so that's kind of funny because um this is where like my like it's almost like the dual personality there's like amber as the reader and what i like in my characters and then amber in real life and what i would like in actual person in my life so i think it's really entertaining and funny and i actually really like it when the male character gets drunk in books personally in real life i've never i mean i've never dated anyone that's been drunk i've never been drunk i've never really like been on a date or with someone that is drunk so i've never been in that in that situation in real life and i don't think i'd be a fan if that was a real life situation but in a book where you know the character some of my favorite scenes and some of my favorite books are with the character being inebriated being drunk for the male and also the female or i just read a book where she had to take some like painkillers and to get on a plane and it was like hilarious her like being because you're there they lose all inhibition and right. So, right. So the guy's going to say so, and do things that he wouldn't normally do and say. So that stoic that we love gets broken, broken away. And you get to right. see like inside that underneath what he's trying to have been hiding all this time. What about you? Yeah. Well, I have similar thing. Like in real life, absolutely no. I don't find drunkenness in any way, shape, or form attractive, useful, anything. In a book, though, it can be useful. It can, like you said, character may do or say things that they wouldn't normally have done when they have complete control over their mind and, and body. Um, however, I, my favorite character, my favorite male character is Francis Crawford from the Lima Chronicles. And he, he can drink alcohol and he just doesn't get drunk. Like he has the ability to kind of hold his drink. Is that what they call it? I don't even know. Which I was like, I thought that was, for some reason, a nice quality. Like, <laughs> I don't know. He could he could drink, but not get drunk. But that's kind of, I think that in most situations, I don't know how realistic that is actually, but I do think that there are certain scenes, certain situations where having a character who is, you know, on a prescription medicine or something where they're saying or doing something that wouldn't normally do oftentimes reveals things emotions and other things that normally are kept hidden so I think it can be useful in in a book but like I said in real life absolutely no what about them showing the emotion of jealousy oh I do like jealousy I really do like jealousy because it's showing an emotion and like like I said my characters who are usually very calm and collected if they show jealousy then that's them those little cracks are showing through or the cracks are forming um, because of their emotions. So yeah, I, I am a fan of jealousy showing jealousy, my main characters. Yeah. And I know you, you like the same. 
Yes. Because it means like if a person is feeling jealous about something, it means the person's feeling strong emotion for that girl. And um, so it's just moving in the direction of them getting closer together and maybe them recognizing him recognizing or she's recognizing, oh wait, maybe, maybe there is something behind all that. Maybe he does, maybe he does like me or what about the main character getting in a fight? Okay. So real life in real life, absolutely not. I would not want my significant other getting in a fight. Like throwing a punch. Not on you, obviously. In a book. I love it. I'm sorry, but I just, I I like guys fighting over girls or fighting, showing their bravado or manliness or something. I don't know. I do. I do like guys getting in fights in books. How about you? I think I'm the same. Like if he goes and something happens and the guy goes and, you know, leaps across the bar and grabs the guy around the neck and, you know, to stick up the girl or goes and swings a punch. Yeah. Yeah. That's gonna. Well, again, like that violence is sometimes a, um, you know, emotion showing through. They've converted their something into violence. It's a way for them to express themselves. If there's something that's been frustrating them or upsetting them or, or whatever, sometimes violence is a way for them to, to show that show emotion. Right. And of course, assuming everyone understands not violence on the girl, never violence no, no, never. on the girl, never like hurting her in any way. Yeah. Just to stand up for her honor or stand up for something. I do like it when a guy leans down, like to talk in her ear because then he's tall, but he wants her to hear him. Mm-hmm. So I do like seeing our main character out of his element. So let's say he's maybe a lawyer or businessman. He's always in a suit. I like seeing him come unraveled a little bit, like have the the messy hair. He's in the gym and he's wearing his gym clothes or something like that. Um, I do like seeing the different a different side of them or vice versa. Like if there's a guy who's usually roughed up looking and, and then you see him in a scene and he's in a tuxedo or a suit. Like, so I like to see kind of both sides. Um, Cause I like both sides. I like it when Joel is dressed up and nice in his tie and wearing his suit, but I also really love it when he's just like casual in his workout clothes. And so I like to see both. I like, so if we have a businessman, I want to see at some point, I want to see him, you know, come loose a little bit, come undone, be in his workout clothes or vice versa. The guy is usually, you know, in his workout clothes, have him get dressed up a little bit. Yeah, I agree. And there's just certain gestures that like guys do. Like I'll speak for myself and like with my husband, because I've noticed this and I like that my husband does it. I like when they do it in books. It's just something that I, Amber, love this, is when a man rolls up his shirt sleeve <laughs> and exposes his forearm yes is like one of my favorite things oh my and gosh yes my husband has the best forearms <laughs> i'm so attracted to them <laughs> or the whole gesture of when they when they take the tie and they unloosen the tie and undo um but in the top dress shirt mm-hmm. all that that's just i'm just a fan of that a lot (laughs) yeah I agree when authors can capture all of these like nuances or all of these like motions or movements or expressions of 
expressions of emotion and when an author can like write those all in and make it make us visualize it feel like we're there it's just like it's so great that's why I love reading and that's what I go to each book waiting you know wanting to to experience that and I just get so happy when when they when they can do that it just makes it makes makes it so fun that's although I have things. read authors that overdo the jaw clenching they say it like there's a tick in his jaw or he was clenching his jaw and they say it like multiple times during the book and I'm like, what is this guy like constantly clenching his jaw? He's going to go need, need to go see his dentist soon. So I think there's a time and a place for some of those. Like if your author is using those like constantly throughout the book, I think they lose some of their impact. But yeah, I like those. I like certain gestures and things too. Absolutely. So even though we don't like crying of our male characters in books generally, we do have exemptions where we, there are, you know, legitimately, we think it fits into the story. Um, so we're not completely cold-hearted, but there's lots of other emotions we, I think you and I agree on liking. I, I think you and I definitely are on the same page when it comes to, when it comes to this, but is, yeah. but there are people out there that probably think totally different that they love it. So yeah, it's just, everyone's different. Everyone has different tastes and that's, what's so great about it. So this was a fun, a fun discussion. So yeah, it is a good discussion. It would be a fun group discussion to get even more people's opinions on certain things, what they like and what they don't like in characters. So, so yeah, it was fun talking about it. We, we apparently have a lot to say on this subject. We do. <laughs> well, emotion, it's, 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 it's emotion. And so there's so much to be said about emotion. That's, that is kind of like the, I think one of the key things of why we're doing anything we want to feel. And when we're reading the books, if we're reading a book that's going to make us feel um, good, bad, sad, happy, frustrated, all those feelings, it's more of the experience for us. So it's a lot to talk about on that. So, so thanks for talking about me with it. Talking about me with it? Talking thanks for talking it. to me about <laughs> that. Thanks for talking to me? Do you say to thanks, me? or Thanks, thanks for, talking for talking with me about it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. It's late. It's late. (laughs) It is late. (laughs) All right, Heather. I will talk to you later. All right, Amber. Talk to you later. See ya. See ya. Bye.